Adam Cravens, and Jane Ellen watch more movies each month than most people do in a year. Parental Guidance Suggested reviews new movies in theaters with no spoilers promise. These film nerds know their stuff. Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. We've been waiting... Ah, uh, March and six months. I mean, I thought I was going to wait less, and then, you know, theaters stopped having movies, and then I thought I was going to have to wait less, and then theaters didn't open when they said they were going to open, and so I was perfectly, like, prepared to also not see it again, even though I was being told. I fooled me once, <laughs> shame on me, fooled me twice, but apparently... Uh, the third time is a charm. Adam went to an actual theater and saw an actual new movie. Not not just a wonderful, like, old, old movie that's fantastic. A new movie called Tenet. And if, I'm just excited to hear what you have to say about it, and I hope it's at least decent, because I want to see it. Well, the thing about Christopher Nolan movies... And, like, you, you have to keep this in List mind. List some in the event someone doesn't know. Um, Memento, uh, The Following, uh, Dark Knight, Batman Begins, Prestige, uh, Inception. Inception, Interstellar, uh, Dunkirk. Looper. Did he do Looper? No. no. But it's a time travel, and that's why I thought of Looper. That's, yeah, well, and Jorson, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's yes. in it, and that's one of his yes. go-tos. Okay. But Looper, and aside, still a good movie. Pretty, any blockbuster that you've seen that made you do more like thinking in the past 10 years he is probably the guy that's responsible for it mm -hmm. um his movies are always interesting if they are absolutely nothing nothing else they're they're wonderfully shot um he has a cast of actors that like uh for example michael kane mm -hmm. um he, I think he just assumed, like, I don't even think he hires him anymore. I think Michael Caine just hears he's shooting a new movie and shows up and just naturally thinks, well, there's a part for me somewhere in here. He he is just now 50, and he has... Okay, I thought you were talking about Michael. I was no, like, Michael no, no. Caine is not 50. No, but uh, Christopher Edward Nolan, he, his film efforts, as of right now, have grossed just shy of $5 billion, and he's had 34 Oscar nominations and 10 wins. I wonder how much of that money is bat money. Huh. I mean, not like I, I'm not discrediting like any of his non-Batman movies, but I know it, like Dark Knight at least made a billion dollars, mm -hmm. and I think Dark Knight Rises did just slightly less than it, that is, than it as well. So. Oh, and he did Interstellar. I really like that one. I'm just saying, like Dunkirk. I, yeah, I don't. I don't think there is a bad. I don't think he's done. Like I didn't like Dark Knight Rises as much as I like Dark Knight, but like that's not as much of a critic. Like I just didn't like it as much as one of the best comic book movies ever made. Like I also don't like a lot of movies less than like Godfather Two. So, oh, before you, I forget, sure. did you hear? They're re-editing Godfather, Godfather 3. Yes. Now the problem with that is they're still not going to have Tom Hagen like in the movie, which but still I, I know who I, knows. But that's what what I did during quarantine. I re-edited Godfather 3 because I could. Which, when you're Francis Ford Coppola, is a thing you can do. Mm -hmm. So that comes out in December. But I digress because I thought of you as soon as I read it. So Tenet is a Christopher Nolan film, and he's kind of known for doing stuff that does really well. And this stars. And I think this will be 
This is the first role. Once I saw the trailer for this, I thought, oh, I can see him as Batman, the Batman. And then I saw the trailer for the Batman, and it's like, oh, this is working for me. And it's Robert Pattinson is in this. This this came to my mind while I'm watching this movie because I wrote that guy off really early on. Because he's, he's pretty. A, listen, he, he really is. is. He, I mean, and at one point he was sparkly and pretty. That's right. Um, and kind of like DiCaprio. DiCaprio. You, this is exactly yes. where I was going. DiCaprio is so pretty as like a 20-year-old. When when I when I initially like saw DiCaprio, like what's eating Gilbert Grape notwithstanding, like mm-hmm. it was in, you know, Romeo and Juliet and then he did Titanic and I was like, get this pretty boy out of my face. Like mm-hmm. I, I I don't I don't want any of this. Um and I think with Robert Pattinson really kinds to come to the public attention with the Twilight movies. Yeah. And I, I I understand that I was not the demographic for those movies, but I liked nothing about those movies. I didn't like the vampires in them. I thought the story was terrible. I didn't like the acting. Like, I didn't like anything about those movies. But you know what? There is something you could like, and I think you're going to watch it when we're done with this. There exists a mashup of Buffy, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and Edward, Robert Pattinson, from the very first, from Twilight. And it's like seven minutes of deliciousness. Buffy says something to him, and then it's edited for him to answer, and it is, it's awesome. And you would love that. I if they could somehow put Blade in it <laughs> as well, I would I would probably like it even more. But you're not wrong. Yeah. You're not it's, wrong it's about what you're saying. It's very entertaining. But yeah, Robert Pattinson, I looked at him and it's like, I didn't think he was a bad actor at all. He was just there. He was, he made, I thought he made Kristen Stewart. He worked with what he had. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but I just, again, thought he's got amazing facial structure and I just kind of went, eh. I never said, oh, I got to see a Robert Pattinson film. Just never occurred to me. And I think that's about to change for him. He is 34 now. And like DiCaprio, as he has gotten older, it's not that he is not attractive, but that the the varnish is off a little bit. And so now he's handsome, but he's interesting looking. Well, And he is distanced enough from the films that really kind of made me have a distaste mm-hmm. like for like. I'm not going to lie to you. When they announced him as as you Batman, were not happy. I was just sitting there going, "Listen, I, I was I was trying to be as diplomatic as I could, but I was just sitting there going, I mean, I'll wait for the finished product. Like I like Matt Reeves, I liked mm-hmm. the 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 Planet of the Apes, the most recent Planet of the Apes movies. I was like, but that's not that's not the guy I would have picked for Batman. But you know, so Twilight, the very first one, that's 2008. So you have at least a generation of film goers who are now like, well, they're 18. They they probably didn't watch it. Maybe they did, but they don't really know him. Well, and it's like, I mean, if you're me, 25-year-old movies are still like fresh in your head. That's not the normal movie. Like you yeah, get five years removed from the normal. the normal movie going public and they're just like, wait, who's that? Like I, my my mind is is just a library for film, so I can't always depend. I'm like, well, I think that everyone thinks that exactly, and uh, so Christopher Nolan wrote it and directed it. So I'm guessing that's two Oscar nominations right there. And first of all, tell me, is it good? If you ever sat there and said, I need all of the paradox stuff from Back to the Future Part Two. The the menace and the grit of Casino Royale 
um, the opening scene from Saving Private Ryan. And you, you wanted to mash all of that up together and somehow create a cohesive film out of it. Like it's it feels so much like a Bond movie. Really? But but it's like. But there's also like a lot of science fiction, which you don't have in the Bond films. And like there, there's a line in Back to the Future 2 when Doc first starts talking to Marty about why Jennifer can't run into herself mm-hmm. and says, you know, uh, can start a, you know, maybe maybe she just passes out or it could start a chain reaction, which would unravel the, the space time continuum, destroy the entire universe. That's what's at stake here. The uh, avoiding I, yourself. Well, no, no. The d- the destruction of the entire universe. Oh. Like they they kind of uh, bring him in your 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 main actor and like he doesn't know anything about this and he's like oh so what what are we doing and they're like well we're preventing World War Three and he goes oh oh nuclear apocalypse like he's all like smart and stuff and they're like no it's much worse than that what they're, could be worse they're than like, that and they were like the eradication of all things at their inception point like the destruction of time itself and they're like you just look at him like whoa. Hey, what? Are you punking me? <laughs> but I'm mean, like, when I think it's funny, you can go back and look at some other movies that are just like, we have to, av-, like, uh, some of all fears. They're like, we have to avoid World War Three. No, no, World War Three is that's that's cute. That's kid stuff. Like to this movie, they're just like, we are talking about an inverse event that will go back to the very beginning of time and unmake reality itself. And they're not doing Whoa. it in like a goofy like sci-fi channel like you know, Friday night movie at like 10 30, like the, the stakes, even though like what I just said is fantastic and impossible. Like you feel the weight of that and what they're having to do. Like it's science fiction treated with the utmost, the, the same respect that he showed whenever he filmed Dunkirk, you're getting this here, except now it's not, it's not time travel. It's time inversion. Okay. And like, there are scenes in this movie where you are seeing the action both in real time going forward and they are fighting people that are moving backward in time. Like if it's not it's not motion sickness, but like it confuses your brain so much like it's when you say people are going backward in time, do you mean they are moving? They're physically moving backwards backwards in time, but they are fighting people that are moving in a linear fashion, if that makes sense. Like. You have never seen action that looks, and it's happening at the same time. I wonder what it's like inside Christopher Nolan's head. It's got to be confusing, like and fascinating. I, I, I am a lifelong what fan. What if he of, is a time traveler? I, that would explain a lot. Um, I'm a lifelong fan of time travel. Yeah, like like a good action movie, like uh, like science fiction, and like I had to stop and pause at points in this movie and just be like, okay, A, B, C, D. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense right there. You're listening to Parental Guidance Suggested, brought to you by Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry. They are fabulous. Jane Ellen talking with Adam Cravens. Back in the theaters, saw Tenet with Robert Pattinson and John David, correct? Yes. Yes. And so they're both cops. They both work for the government. Do they both work for the same place? Is it a buddy movie? Well, I mean, they're buddies, but it's not. There there are quips. But I would. This is not lethal weapon with with time inversion. I I did I did read a quote, and I wonder is this said throughout the movie? And the quote is "See you in the beginning." Um, it's not. It's not like it's you know the uh, uh, 
Ace Ventura is all right. Like it's not all over the movie, but it is mentioned and it is relevant to what okay. you're saying. But I don't want to get oh, no, no, that's too fine. much into it. And from what I understand, Tenet, T-E-N-E-T, is the the one word clue they have to work with. Basically, yeah. And yeah, I got nothing. If you just say to me, you can save the world, you have to know what Tenet means, I'd go, I got nothing. Well, it's kind of it, it's almost like the the code like if you're like if you were a secret agent and somebody was like, you know, the eagle flies at dawn and your mm-hmm. response has to be like, you know, the the horse gallops like through the meadow or something like it's mm-hmm. kind of like that. Okay. Um the best way to and that's the reason why I brought in Casino Royale. Like the, Not the, only, the Casino Royale, by the way, with Peter Sellers and Woody Allen. No, the, the film with Daniel Craig. Because okay. um, there's another Casino Royale, and that's what I think of. Like, if you will, think of them as an MI6 for time. Like, again, it's not time travel. Mm-hmm. It's time inversion. Which may, like, which Is means there that, like a time travel? The, MI6 has time inversion, time travel, time fast forward. Do they have like all these different um, no, no, okay. no. And it's in the way that they explain like all of this stuff in Inception, you have those multiple levels of the dream. So like you have different things happening that are affecting different parts, like uh, the scene where the van is about to crash and they start feeling the effects of that. So they're, they're like moving all over that building, going mm-hmm. up on the ceiling because they're still feeling the effects of that. Despite the fact that they're in a dream, they can still sense whenever they're about to tip or whatever. You are getting action where people are speaking backwards, and then you are getting to fill in the blank of what you were watching beforehand, seeing them do the action, but now you're seeing it later after you've watched the... Okay, m- speaking backwards. Is it the word... Just like you have a record and you're rolling it backwards. Right, because they are, they are okay. inverted in time. You start, and they have to avoid each other. You can't you, like you can't. You have to avoid yourself. Correct, because that that can cause uh, a rift in the time space continuum. Blah blah That's blah. blah bad is bad. Bad. Super super duper bad. So Robert Pattinson can't go back and tell Robert Pattinson from an hour ago, "Hey, don't do this," because something bad will happen. Well, no, you 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 can talk to them, but. Basically, what they get into is like talking about like predestination. Can you change the events? Because you're going back into events that you yourself just witnessed because you saw yourself in inversion. It's already happened, even though it's about to happen. Mm-hmm. But I almost understood that there's the, the science to it is murky because they don't mess with that a lot. Because if you're wrong about it, you can destroy the universe. Or or unmake mankind. So I am going to assume that there is a shadowy figure or something who decided to unmake this, or is it just a thing that happened you don't, because science? You don't get to see the one that they're basically implying like started it all, mm-hmm. but can like it, a like a um, you know Holmes is that guy Moriarty. Yeah. No, they're, they they kind of allude to somebody that started all this, but for for the for more the. Most intents and purposes, your main villain in this is uh, Kenneth Branagh, uh, the fantastic ah. Kenneth Branagh. Like, um, what they are doing because there there's an algorithm like to all this that they are trying to keep hidden. Because if the wrong people like can invert time, like you, can, if you can invert time, you can mess a lot of stuff. Like it's oh, worse. Yeah. It's worse than having like nuclear material. So in a lot of cases, they are hiding these algorithms in the past or they are hiding them where the same place that you would hide like nuclear materials. So most of it is hidden 
during the fall of the Soviet Union, because that is if you are looking to try to mess with nuclear material, that is the least safe time in time that you would be able to do that. He is an arms dealer that they have now basically uh, said, hey, we're going to grease your palm uh, with this. It's an algorithm for time. Um, Would you be interested in that money? So like they gave a nuclear arms dealer from like evil, like evil Cold War era mm-hmm. Russia, time inversion. So now, oh well, all, like that sounds like a good idea. I mean, which again also makes it feel like an old school Bond movie. Like, and Kenneth Branagh is playing it like he's not quite putting it on twelve. It's not a parody, but like he is playing it all the way up. Just up to it, where hey, he's just make you talk. He he's is he is seismically Natasha. he okay. is seismically evil, but he's not Boris and Natasha. All right, like, but it, you can tell this guy is just having like a ton of fun. And with this. as I understand, and I'm sure it's for the others as well. But Kenneth Branagh in the filming had to say, oh, "What's my motivation?" Because they didn't get to read no. the whole script, and he is very much one of those act like. Kenneth Branagh is an actor. Yes. Like, and I'm sure when he's like, I, I don't know what what had just happened in the scene before me, so that I know, and they're just like, well, we can't tell you that. Uh, the, the 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 I will the, act like that is acceptable. The the legal department won't let, and he's just like, oh yes, well, when I was in Henry V, they uh, <laughs> they told me I, I was allowed to sit, read the page before. So, <laughs> all right, if we're going to do that, uh, I've been Hamlet. I can I can be evil Russian. So uh, imagine that from. Just working on it. It it cost over two hundred and twenty million to make, and uh, the box office right now in the U.S. is around twenty million. But not all theaters are open. Theaters are not at capacity, and it's still the number one film in the U.S. And it's made about two hundred million worldwide. Any of your like pre Batman Begins Nolan movies, like this, will undoubtedly be like 2005 on his lowest grossing film, but he has an immense set of hurdles in front of him. Like Mm -hmm. don't, don't look at that 20 million and think it's any commentary on the quality of this film. Like if you liked inception, if you liked interstellar, if you liked dark Knight, like this, it's not, he did not phone this one in. Um, Mm -hmm. the, the actors are really into this. Like I, I know besides the, the dark Knight movies, he doesn't seem to be into sequels, but this could vi- like the, the tenant two or like you know the the time inversion squad or I, whatever you're wanting to call them. This film very much like could be a series of film or I mean it could be a universe of films. Like Christopher Nolan has built something really interesting and fascinating, like expensive, mind you. Mm-hmm. But like there there really wasn't an aspect of this movie that I just sat there and I go that that doesn't work for me. That's dumb. Like, I, you you do have to stay tuned into the movie. Like, it's not action you can walk out of the room. Michael Bay did not make this mm-hmm. movie. Like, there are explosions, but there's also a lot of discussion that talks about, like, entropy, time inversion, like, trying to figure, like, equations. Like, I don't think the word equation's ever been said in a Michael Bay movie. I see. Or a Jerry Brockheimer movie. Like, Keep in mind, like, this is an action film, but, like, you cannot tune out. Like, as much as Bill and Ted, people were saying, this is the movie we needed right here. You can just tune it out. It's a big, dumb 
stupid, wonderful thing. And I'm not discrediting Bill and Ted. I, I desperately want to watch that movie, too. Polly Shore has a new movie out, too. Ten, well, sure. Of course. I'm, I'm sure he does. The, uh, he was not house. in Tenet. I can, no, I can tell you that. But you can also video on demand. This, yes. Yes. Yeah. I, well, I, I felt they, they probably assumed Polly Shore was not going to put them in these seats. Probably. They're like, well, I'm not going to risk disease to go see Polly Shore. <laughs> so was the theater filled to the capacity it was allowed to be filled? Um, I saw a matinee very early because, like, even before I was concerned for illness, um, I didn't want – I've been social distancing for – Most of your life. Years yeah. and years. Um. I made sure to go to a weird showing so that, like, I wouldn't have to deal with that. There were enough people there for a two o'clock showing, but this was never going to be the full capacity showing. Like, mm -hmm. I, I like seeing films with audiences, but I don't like watching movies with audience. Like, I like hearing their. Re I, I, I want their laugh track. I guess. Like, I like to hear people engaged in movies, but I don't want them anywhere near me. And. There's no way around that. They have to be in the theater with me if they're going to react to it. Like, mm -hmm. I, I, don't I, know know. The, I don't know the way around it. Uh, until holograms work, I guess that's how it is. It's, but so, that seems really expensive and something that I couldn't afford. Probably. So, Tenet, for you, go see it. Oh, oh, definitely. Like, if, if there is any film that, because they're, they're, they're about to recast Bond, and I know I keep bringing this up, but this movie is all kinds of, like, the good kind of James Bond. You can't tell me that Idris Elba and Christopher Nolan, who has openly stated he wants to direct a James Bond, like, dear, oh my goodness, watch this movie. So this movie. is his audition piece, you think? Uh, here's what's going to happen. Steven Spielberg also wanted to direct a James Bond movie. But, like, you can't give a director like Steven Spielberg or Christopher Nolan, like, you can't bully them. You can't make them do what you want to do. You have to let them make the film that they want to. Christopher Nolan is at, is at a point that, like, the producer wouldn't be able to override him. I don't think there's any reality that Christopher Nolan gets to direct a Bond movie. This is the closest thing you're going to get to his James Bond movie. But I'm just sitting here watching this going, even if you combine the best parts of the Daniel Craig Bond movies. Like, they're still not... There's still not a better, like, set piece than this movie. Like, in a, in a world where you just wanted a film to be quality, let Christopher Nolan write and direct and cast his own James... Like, don't make it part of a series. Just let him have his own. Like, kind of like what the Alien movies were. That Like, when Ridley Scott had the first one. James Cameron gets the second mm -hmm. one. David Fincher gets a third... Like, do that with the Bond movies. Like, ser like, I cannot think that there is a world where Christopher Nolan gets Idris Elba as James Bond, and that movie is not the best James Bond movie ever. Like, it's not going to happen. Now, according to an AI, the actor who will be chosen is also known as The Witcher. I, I am not opposed to Henry Cavill. Like, if you want a a smooth, like, British man that looks good in a suit, Henry Cavill is just that. But I would also argue, how many times have we seen a smooth, suave, debonair, handsome British man like as James Bond? But again, that's who James Bond is. I don't think you were you are taking too much away from it if you like. And I, I just love Idris Elba like as well. Like, I love the way the guy talks. He's British. Like, I, I would absolutely watch that movie directed by Christopher Nolan in mm -hmm. a heartbeat.
Now, Steven Spielberg, like, instead had George Lucas come to him and go, I got something better. It's called Indiana Jones. I'm not going to okay. argue. It's pretty good. Um, but I, I really think that there's almost something criminal about the fact that we never got to see the the guy that brought us Jaws, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Jurassic Park put his stamp on the Bond. For, like, don't you want to watch a, like, secret agent film, like, written and directed and shot by Steven Spielberg? I like, mean, I, does that... I love the flare lighting as much as anybody. I'm I'm just saying, like, why not let directors that... Like like directors, mm-hmm. let them have a shot at it. And I, I I guess the fact that it's on the table, and he's even like openly stated in multiple interviews, he's like, yeah, I'd love to make a Bond movie. And I'm just sitting there going, you're not going to do it. Like he's he has too much power. Like he himself is much like a Bond villain in that he has too much power, and they know they can't stop him. Mm-hmm. But oh my god, like this will be the closest thing you'll ever get to see to that, and it really is a bunch of spectacular fun like make sure that you watch don't keep getting up and going to the bathroom because then you're going to wonder about entropy or time inversion or radiation or like any number of things is going to be like wait this wasn't like that when i went to the bathroom five minutes ago why is that man walking backwards the wind seems to be at their backs that's strange so tenet a must see and the theater going experience was fine yeah i the the things that they have put in kind of to uh combat like covid or any of the social distancing have not interfered with my movie going experience mm-hmm. and unless you're just if you're going for another reason besides watching movies i don't know what to tell you but if you're going to the cinema to watch cinema this is the perfect this is the perfect movie for you to re-enter that world and is it in. special pricing or back to whatever it was before i think it's just it's normal like it's ate something you know okay. whatever so i mean it's not like you know pick your matinees or pick your your prime time but um this film was definitely one that if i would have went at seven or nine or went during like peak hours i wouldn't have been upset that i spent the movie okay. or spent the money on the movie excellent i i want to see it like right now this second and if 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 you could invert yourself you could watch it and then watch it again but in reverse <sighs> you just melted my brain okay tenant worth the wait Go see it. Thank you for listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Craven. You've been listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.